Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. To take a special kind of man to wear an elf suit and by golly, I'm that man. All right. This is amazing. TSS Fantasy. This is like an orgasm. If I had a cigarette, I'd smoke it. I'm pumped to be here. This is the show of shows. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time. How the fuck you got me up this damn early, Jason? <laughs> Time. So over sour cream, yeah. Right. That's because you have high cholesterol. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Big show tonight. Uh, we got a huge champs or chumps tonight. We got some special guests. They're actually America's team, Dolphin Super fans. Allie Goodman, also known as Dolph Riki, and Paris Love going at it on a special offseason champs or chumps tonight. Can't wait for that. We also got Michael Hainick in later for the draft. He actually corrected me. It's Hainick. With no silent H. But we got a busy show, so let's start with the introductions. Welcome to the studio. Nick got all the money, but none of the funny. You got Flandered Macaronis. I think you have that reversed, actually. But, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Penn Flanders. And you have tuned in for a great show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And especially, please... Again, go check out our merchandise page on our website, tssfantasy.com. We got hats, we got shirts, we got mugs, we got it all. Let's also welcome to the studio Fred, looking like Beetlejuice with his mask, the Jester Reyes. Hello, everyone. Yes, follow me on TSS Jester. We finally did it. Over 3,000 followers. Let's go for 5,000. Follow me, folks. Let's go. All right. The Jester fired up tonight. Also, welcome to the studio. Justin, the sexy Mexi Herrera. Welcome to the studio. Hey, thanks. I don't know if I can reach 3,000 just yet, but uh, I'm looking for that 2,000. And uh, Jester, send some of your guys my way. Let's get this thing going, bro. I'll send them your way. You send them my way. We'll fucking make our goals happen. Indeed. All right. Just follow us as well, TSS Fantasy. Go to our website, tssfantasy.com. All of our latest and greatest on there. You can find all of our links to our social media pages. Um, Follow us. We will follow you back. Share your content as well. We love doing that with our fans. Also, you can follow everyone up at Belly Up. Speaking of that, this weekend we got a special Masters um, uh, pregame tournament. Go ahead and throw the graphic up there. Want to check that out? They're doing a Manscaped giveaway live. 
We'll be doing a little fun fantasy Jeopardy on there as well. So you want to check that out this week. Um, the Masters, and it's brought to you by the Scoreboard Addicts. Lot, those are our friends over there. So I want to go check them out as well. Also, don't forget big, big stuff here. Don't forget, guys, when you're signing up for your fantasy, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the code TSS when you sign up. We'll double your deposit, everything up to $100 because we're looking out for you. So look out for us because we are the fantasy show of the people. See, they can't hear you because of the mask, friend. All right. Let, like I said, we got a busy show. Let's get it started with some news. All right, if you follow our show, you know I'm not a big talker on coaches. Now I want to spill our fantasy time on coach talks. Not, not something I really want to spend my time on and bore you with. However, I did want to take a quick time out tonight to talk about Bruce Arians and what he did for Todd Bowles stepping down <clears throat> in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, leaving him a solid team to go after, maybe build a legacy on, thereafter and uh, just thought it was a big deal especially what he's doing with the diversity um, gender equality things of that nature I just thought it was a good thing one of your guys thoughts on it Nick we'll start with you your thoughts on Bruce Arians it was very suspect very it was it's suspect because it's a very it's weird because up until Brady retired there was oh we're coming back we're getting the band back together da 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 and Brady comes back, and now it's, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I think I'm, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to have some drinks. Uh, Todd, you got the show now. It's just it's just really weird, you know. And he and he keeps saying there is no rift. There is no rift. There's something. There's something. I think I think Brady wanted to. I think Brady wanted him upstairs. That's my take. All righty. Well, Nick, bringing the classic Flander uh, spin to it. Jester, what do you have to say on the subject, sir? Um, I just think it was his time. You're about to be 70 years old. Why not get a cushy job upstairs in the executive office? Let Todd Bowles run his thing. You got a great team. You know, Coach Bowles knows how to coach. He's done it before. Why not just live my life in like 15, 20 years and be comfortable and watch it from the from upstairs? And indeed, hooking up his boy, like I said, with a decent squad to go away with. You know, if Tom Brady goes, giving that team away, who knows what it's looking like. And that Todd Bowles takes over and not going to have the same type of legacy. My man, what you think, Justin? Uh, yeah, Tom Brady got his way. Um, Bruce Arians was definitely kind of like a stubborn knocker. I mean... He was, he's been stubborn everywhere he's gone. And that's why he's kind of been successful everywhere he's gone. You know, he's kind of sets this rules like you got to follow it or else you're going to get replaced. He did that with Ronald Jones easily. He wasn't going to replace Tom Brady, but at the same time, Brady's kind of like, Hey man, dude, I'm in Florida. I just want to chill. Can you just like kind of lay off all this extra bullshit and practice? And Arian's like, All right, fine, whatever. I'm going to go upstairs, drink martinis all day long and let Todd Bowles handle it. But Here's the thing. Todd Bowles was one of the last guys that actually made the Jets relevant for a long time or for a season. I'm sorry. They went 10 and six his first year there. He's a good coach. He was just stuck in a terrible situation the first time. Congratulations, Todd. Congrats, man. 
Congrats. Yeah, he, he looks like a nice guy, too. I mean, it looks like he deserves a shot at it. And he, like I said, taking over a decent squad, they're going to go somewhere in the NFC this year because, quite frankly, all the power right now is in the AFC. So they're definitely going to make a big run. Um, so something to build his legacy on, none the least. So I thought that was cool. All right, so let's go on to the overtime changes the NFL has um, went ahead and enacted. Um, so I'm ex- I was so excited about it, and then it was like, Okay, no, it's just in the in the playoffs. Like, why? Like, why isn't it all the time? I don't get it. But both teams do get a possession, which is good, um, a good thing. Especially again, going into fantasy, talking, going back into that. It's like, hey, sometimes that really hurts when your team, like, you know, it it's already stopped its offensive uh, willpower, if you will, because somebody got a field goal and you're <laughs> out. So I liked it. I like the rule change. I like that that they did that, but I wish they would do it for the entire season. That would make more sense. Fred, we'll start with you on this one. What's your thoughts on that? I totally 100% agree with you. It should be everybody get the chance, whether they score a touchdown or not, but not just for the playoffs, the whole season. Get everybody equal opportunity. What if somebody misses that one game because of the same dumb rule that could have put them in the playoffs? All season, stop playing. Just the playoffs makes no sense. Indeed. Justin, what's your thoughts? I think they should do it kind of like hockey where they just like, or actually like college football where they line them up on the 20 yard line. They just let them freaking go at each other until one person or one team stops and can't do it. Um, But yeah, I agree. I think, you know, you got to give the other team an even playing field on that one. I mean, if somebody just goes down, scores a touchdown, this whole thing got leaked back to the whole Josh Allen thing. It was really kind of the most important game of that, you know, off se- or that postseason, and it got decided like that, and Josh Allen didn't even get to see the field. So uh, I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited. That's going to be a huge atmosphere now. Yeah, indeed. Um, Nick, what's your thoughts? I like it. Uh, they had they had a lot of good reasons for doing it. You know, it was it was the Eagles over here that that prompted the rule. So it was the Eagles and, and the Colts that wanted to change the rule. Uh, they. They did it obviously for money. They did. It. They didn't do it for competition. They they did it. They did it to keep the TV ratings up, and uh, it helps. But again, just to play devil's advocate, if it's your job on defense to stop the ball, and you just let them march all the way down the field and let them ram it down your throat, and you and you don't stop them, and they score a touchdown, why should you get the ball back? But it's good for TV. It's good for the fans. It's good for the league. That's good. Leave it to Nick to throw the proverbial wet blanket on something. Something I wanted to talk about real quick, too. Uh, we didn't talk pregame, but I just want to throw this kind of at you on the spot. Um, Taysom Hill moved to the tight end position. Talking about fantasy and fantasy relevance. What is your guys' thought on that? Do you, do you, where do you put Taysom Hill in your echelon of tight ends? Justin, I'll start with you, sir. Um. He's an athletic freak. Uh, it's all going to be, for me, it's where Sleeper decides to put him. Are they going to put him as a quarterback slash tight end, kind of like how <laughs> ESPN did for, I think it was like a couple games during two seasons ago, and it was a crazy tear, which if you had froze it, you could still get his QB stats at tight end. It was it was absolute nonsense for a while, but it kind of leads to where like that's where it's going to be as value goes. You know, obviously he's going to be like the third quarterback there, whatever the hell after Andy Dalton. And um, as a tight end himself, I'm, I mean, I'll look at him. I mean, 
anything can be better than Adam Troutman last year. And he is an athletic freak. So, I mean, he's worth a look, but I would not put him as my starting tight end or my backup tight end. I would put him as like a stash in a dynasty league just to kind of see if there's any value there. Yeah, indeed. All right. So, Nick, go to you. What's your thoughts? Where do you put Taysom Hill? Uh, I, I agree with Justin. Uh, it's it's hard to put him in a position when you don't know exactly how he's going to play at that brand new position. Um, you know, just being on the field, I thought they would, if they change his position at all, maybe a fullback or an H-back because he's got that elusiveness. He can carry the ball. But um, they can they can line him up anywhere. I thought they would have going to make him a, a slot receiver. But um, let's see where they like, – again, let's see where all the leagues put him at. Do they put him as quarterback slash tight end or just leave him as a tight end? But what you can't do is give him the opportunity to run up the score, run up the numbers with the quarterback play at a tight end. That's That's, that's not right. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that that really like hurt some people. I do remember Justin talking about. It. I forgot what, what year that was, but they were getting like double duty points in the tight end. So that was that would hurt ago. a lot of people. Uh, Fred, what are your thoughts, sir? <clears throat> I think this is the beginning of the end. This is the end of his career. Um, <laughs> you're now placed behind Andy Dalton as a third string quarterback, and he is garbage. Now they said, okay, let's put you at tight end. And I don't think he's going to even be in the top 30, to be honestly. Uh, honestly, I think this is it for Taysom Hill. I think they keep him around. He signed that big contract. First chance they get to get rid of him, he's out of there. Yes, Nick. I want to disagree with that. Um, <laughs> I think it would have been the end of his career if maybe they said, look, uh, Taysom, you can't play quarterback, uh, but you can prolong your career if you move to this position. So, again, it may end his quarterback career, but if he wants to, number one, if they were to make their money back uh, and he wants to prolong his football career, he he should have, I mean, he said yes. So I would say Tebow should have did the same thing. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> move to a different position and then stay on the field. You're, I think you're saying, but I, would say, I say he said yes because yeah. where else can he go? You're behind Andy Dalton, which is absolutely terrible. And now you're going to be playing a third string tight end. Where are you going? The next place is to the bench off the team. That's I it. Think, I, think Justin, for him. I think to Justin's point, he is a freak athlete. Um, you know, the tight end position I brought up before isn't, you know, it isn't rocket science. You block, you run a couple routes, you turn around, catch the ball. Um, perfect position for Taysom Hill, I think. Go ahead, Justin. I just want to throw this at you guys. Everybody's looking for their own version of Debo Samuel. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. He's fast. He's elusive. Like Nick said, what if this is kind of like their way of just getting him involved in the offense in that way? I mean, I don't think he's going to be a great blocker, but if they're going to maybe use end around with him, you know, Adam Trout is more of a blocking tight end anyway. So maybe they're just looking to get him the ball some way, shape or form on that offense. 
So that's just my two cents on it. You know, what if he starts lining up in the backfield and two uh, running back sets with Kamara, and then they start fucking trying to use him like Debo Samuel? Yeah, indeed. And like you said, freak athlete. I'll just reiterate. He that's perfect for him. Listen, it it is. Yeah, he's not. He's he's a lot better better than Tim Tebow. Tebow, He's He's way better than Tim Tebow. I gotta come on, bro. Listen, it's April Fools, but you're not a fool if you're here with us. We got a cool little segment. Let's bring out our April Fools jokes for this or whatever today. How about that? So some April Fool's jokes for today. We're in always in the season for something. Guys, give me an April Fool's joke, either a trade that should or even a signing that should happen. Nick, we'll go to you first. Oh, my first one is OBJ to the GB. Okay, so uh, what's his name? Odell Beckham, I'm sorry. Odell Beckham Jr. goes... <laughs> Goes to Green Bay. Hey, guys, it's late. Um, he goes to, to Green Bay. He's going to try and fill the role of, of Devontae Adams. I don't know how long he is going to last, but that would be uh, a good signing for the Green Bay Packers. All right, indeed. Kind of missed the mark there. That's one of those moments where you kind of turn your head because you're a little embarrassed for you. All right, Justin, how about you? Let me see your first one. Debo Samuel goes to the NYJ New York J-E-T-S Jets and gets two first rounders and two second rounders. Yeah, right, bro. That ain't happening. <laughs> hey, I think they listen, I think the Jets kind of showed their cards. They're kind of all in on getting themselves a playmaker and getting rid of those draft picks. So I don't think that's as far fetched as you might think. All right, Fred, what do you got for April Fools? Jets getting DJ Metcalf and Drew Locke, <clears throat> giving up Conklin, Zach Wilson, Fant, and a 2022 first round pick. You know it's April Fool, cause we ain't doing that. The Jets will not do that. <laughs> I don't care uh, about yeah. Metcalf. All right, so how about this one? Talking about you know our guests that are coming in tonight, play champs or chumps, America's team, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Trading for Tom Brady, giving it, giving up Tua and a first round and a third down next season. That was on Instagram, actually. Um, by the way, don't go on social media because you'll be very confused. As there's about about a thousand deals that went on today, and we're just very confused what's going on. But you know, again, Tom Brady, we got the offense set up for you, baby. I mean, we're just going to sell out for one season. Yeah, I mean, Tua. I think Tua is a Todd Bowles kind of guy too, so I think that's a good fit for him. Um, that was just mine. Nick, you got another one you're going to throw out there before we get oh, to our game. All I got doozy for you right now. I got the Bills are going to receive Nick Chubb, Denzel Ooh. Ward, Ooh. and a 2022 third-round pick in exchange for Stephon Diggs, Jordan Phillips, and Tyler Bass. Wow, I have to. I mean, I would really have to look at that one now. That's a, like a, a complicated one. I like Nick Chubb, but you know, again, you know, they do so much running with Josh Allen. You know, does that get in the way of what Josh Allen does? So, 
Um, interesting though. Um, I like I like the trade. I have to really sit there and look at that one. All right, Fred. What about you, bro? What you, you got? Another one? All right, just, Justin. How about you, yes, sir? Well, Fred. Oh, here Liam he goes. Jones, He's a little delayed. <laughs> 2022 second round. 2023. okay so i got the cards getting julio 2022 second round 2023 <laughs> all right let's just go to justin justin we'll, we'll go to you go ahead and give me your second one i got terrell owens unretiring and coming back to the philadelphia eagles oh Oh, right oh my god man that man is still good (laughs) my eagles fly indeed i do like that one a lot actually let's i got one last one how about antonio brown i know you brought up the little nicknames earlier a b to gb how about that one i think him coming out what what is green bay waiting on by the way they need to sign somebody i don't mean antonio brown but let's get somebody in there you brought a nick you brought up obj earlier bro aaron Rodgers needs somebody but i thought antonio brown Brings that type of drama that Aaron Aaron Rodgers likes to bring. So I thought it'd be a good fit for him. All right. Well, that was our segment. Freddie obviously is frozen. Let's get him the hell out of here. Um, looks like we're we might have a little bit of difficulty because one of our guests looks like is not in in right now. So we're gonna just start our game off um, when we come back from our break with Dolph Freaky. I think we'll have her play Justin. Why not? And we'll have Nick be our judge. That'll be fun. Why not? He's on his toes as he has no idea what we're even talking about. Let's get to it. We're going to get to our commercial real quick. This is the Masters promo coming up this week. Brought to you by the Scoreboard Addicts. I guess it was meant for him to be the champion. Today, we've got an exciting uh, episode for you today talking all things college football. The show about nothing and everything as it pertains to sports, society, and culture, and everyday life. Come join me weekly.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Champs or Chumps times. Let's welcome into the studio Ali Goodman, otherwise known as Dolph, uh, Dolph Freak, if I'm saying that correctly. Welcome to the studio. Thank you, guys. How are you? Doing great. Every time I see it, I just want to say Dolphin, so my bad on that, on the enunciation. Welcome in. Appreciate you joining us. I, we wanted Paris to go against you because I know you guys know each other, feel a little bit. I know. what What's up, bro? I'm like, texting what? him. Like, come on, dude. Don't leave me hanging here. <laughs> he's on the phone with Tyreek. You know, he's busy guy. We get it. I, I totally understand. All right. So we're going to have you go against Justin tonight. Nick's going to be our judge. Uh, looks like Fred's in. I'll get him back in in a second and make sure he didn't t- any technical difficulties. But let's get it started, guys. It's time for Champs or Chumps. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> So, indeed, it's on tonight. Fred, I hope you're not frozen and get to join us tonight. All right, he's back with us. That's great. Don't scare off the guests with your weird mask. All right, let's start out with round one. And, Justin, you're playing the role of Paris tonight, so you'll have to play (laughs) along as we go along. Here we go. First one. Round one, Devonta Adams trade to the Packers. Allie's going to give the champ argument. She's for it. You are going to play against it, Justin. Allie, we'll start with you first. Yeah, so I'm like totally for this. I don't know how anyone could not be. Like if you're a Raiders fan, freaking congratulations, guys, because it's not every day that we like see a, ca- a high caliber wide receiver like this on the on the free agency market. So good for you guys. I mean, Honestly, like the the Raiders offense was already on fire last year. How could they not benefit from this trade? And especially thinking about um, the relationship that Derek Carr has with Devontae Adams, you know, with them being um, old roommates and, you know, old um, teammates. Like, I mean, that's just like a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Indeed. Kind of reminds me of the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase uh, combination. Justin, you're against it. What are you going to say, bro? Well, first off, I was very for this trade, so my argument is <laughs> right off the cap right now. You know, um, you, you already know this game, bro. It doesn't matter. You're supposed to argue against it, so you're already losing points. Nick, I, you're the judge, bro. I hope you're watching. All right, go ahead. All right, all right. So he will not get the amount of attention that he was getting before. So for fantasy-wise, this is going to be a detriment to Devontae Adams' owners because when you think about it, you got to feed Hunter Renfro. you got to feed Darren Waller. My our Josh McDaniels, the system is very suited towards the tight end in the red zone last year. 22 of the red zone targets, the most on the Patriots, went to their two tight ends, 
Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith together. So my pitch is that Devontae Adams, while it's a good fit because he's back with his best friend, Derek Carr, Derek Carr is going to have so much more to work with, and it's going to be kind of limiting his value. His touchdowns aren't going to be the same. He's not going to be getting 16 touchdowns anymore. He might be getting 1,000 yards, but 1,000 yards and like maybe nine, eight touchdowns knocks you out of that top five range and maybe even out of that top 10 range. Yeah, my dog's snoring, Justin. Nick, what's your thoughts on that one? Uh, your dog may be snoring, but I think Justin's right. So so I am going to go with Justin on this one. Uh, yeah, I, he had the data, He and he brought the noise, and uh, I'm going to vote for Justin on round one. Wow, our guest is already giving you the stink eye. I can see it already. Yeah, oh, that's what you're doing. Get in line. Just get All right, in line. round two. Here we go. Matt Ryan traded to the Colts. Paris, Mr. Justin, you like this trade. Allie, you do not like this trade. We're going to go to Justin, Mr. Paris first. What do you think? I love this trade. Uh, Matt Ryan getting extra protection, staying upright. He's a statue at this point. You got Jonathan Taylor. You can feed him the ball at any time. Look at what Carson Wentz was able to do in this exact same offense. 27 passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. I know Matt Ryan's not going to be rushing but I still think he can get 30 touchdowns in this offense. I think Michael Pittman's still a really good evolving uh, wide receiver. And if they can get some more talent around him, this is just going to be, just going to be better for Matt Ryan. Yeah. All right. Decent argument. Dolph Reeky, what do you say? I just feel like this is more of the same, you know, for the Colts, like getting rid of Carson Wentz, like, yeah, okay. Like they gained a pick or whatever from it. Um, but basically like statistically, I kind of see Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, like kind of in the same realm. The only problem though, with Wentz being so much younger than Ryan, like you're basically having this short-term solution, if anything. So if I'm a Colts fan, I'm kind of tired of the mediocrity and it's just more of the same. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Nick, what do you think? Both very compelling arguments, but Justin... She got you on this one. I'm going to go with Allie. Gets it on round two. All right. We are one to one, believe it or not. Let's go into round three, the one we were talking about, like, I don't know, since last summer. Deshaun Watson, Mr. Adductor Longest, traded to the Browns. Allie, you love this trade. Mr. Justin, not so much. Tell me, Allie, why do you love it? 
Let me be clear about this. So part of the reason is complete bias on the part of the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm just glad to have Deshaun Watson out of our hair um, so that we can move on <laughs> with Tua. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm in favor of this trade. Uh, I think the Browns make out pretty good with this. Um, you know, like with us, like it was kind of like, okay, you know, we have a young quarterback and we're looking for um, – you know, more of maybe like a veteran type to kind of lead our team. So for the Browns, I think they gain that in Watson. They get, you know, a, like a, a true, you know, a tried veteran. So, um, you know, now that most of his legal issues are pretty much dissolved or, you know, on the way to being dissolved, um, I think the Browns are just like a long suffering team and they're ready to have a strong quarterback. Indeed. They're de- ready for something at least. All right, Justin, tell me why you don't like it. Um, I do like it, but I don't like it for this argument because the scheme is run heavy. Uh, Stefanski has proven in the past that he wants as many running backs as possible there. He wanted, you know, Darnus Johnson. He wanted Nick Chubb. He wanted Kareem Hunt there. They are focused on running the ball. For that, it's going to mean to me, it's going to be Deshaun Watson's going to get less rushing touchdowns. They're going to want him to be more strictly the quarterback. Right now, he does have Amari Cooper, but who else does he really have after that? And Joku's unproven yet talented. Harrison Bryant, we haven't seen too much from Donovan Peoples Jones. Sure, you can compare him to Will Fuller, but he's really not Will Fuller when, at the end of the day. Um, this team itself, better offensive line, but kind of fewer options than he's ever had. And now, you know, they're going to be in the AFC uh, North, which is a great uh, defensive uh, division. Tons of edge rushers. You got to deal with TJ Watt. You got to deal with the Ravens. <clears throat> Sorry about that. The Ravens all the time. And then you got to deal with the Bengals up and coming defense. I think it's going to be not really that great for him on uh, fantasy wise. I can see why you choked on that argument. And speaking of Will Fuller, that was in the news today. They actually are talking about signing Will Fuller in Cleveland. Nick, what is your thoughts on that round? Uh, I personally didn't like either argument <laughs> but uh i'm gonna go i am going to defer to Allie on this one uh i think she just had that little special um it factor going justin maybe next round maybe it's the turquoise hair i'm not sure but could that could that could be it all could right let's it. go to round four Allie's up two to one here we go. Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. Justin, you love it. Allie, you hate it. Justin, tell me why you love it. Uh, upgraded offensive line. Best young running back in the game, Javante Williams. He's got identical weapons to what he had before with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. And also he's got Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler when he comes back from his ACL surgery. Um Russell Wilson prior to this was a perennial top 10 quarterback. Um, This season he was QB 16 because of his injury. I don't think that he's going to have an age regression. He's only 33. I mean, we've got Tom Brady having the best years of his career at 44. Uh, I think this is going to be huge for him. Like I said, better offensive line. He's got identical weapons. So why can't he do it? And why can't he do it in, you know, even bigger fashion? Yeah, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, with that mustache, you remind me of a Paris. That's actually kind of goes in well. Uh, Dolph Ricky, what is your what is your argument there? Um, I think this kind of sucks, honestly. So um, <laughs> Russell Wilson is aging. And so early on in his career, he was winning Super Bowls. And he's just he's not appearing, um, you know, statistically like to be the same quarterback that he was. And, you, you know, you did say. 
um, that you don't expect there to be an age regression, but I think there has been. And whether or not that was related to just being, you know, with the same team, you know, for so long, we don't know. Um, but honestly, like, I just think that the Seahawks kind of won on this trade because they did, um, you know, the, um, they get, the Broncos gave up three players and what, like five picks for this. Um, so I think they paid too much for Wilson. Mm, compelling arguments. What do you say, Nick? Uh, I don't think that they did overpay for Russell Wilson and like a true champ, Justin, you came back, you're on the ropes and now you have won now round four. Wow. That's amazing. Somehow, some way we made it again to round five. I don't know how that happens, but here we go. We're going into the final round. Tyreek Hill traded to America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, Allie is the champ of this. I actually had to change this real quick because I was going to have Paris do the same argument, do a two-champ argument, but now I'm going to make Justin make a chump at him argument out of this. You already know you lost. Dolph Riki, <laughs> go right ahead. Your champ argument. So the Miami Dolphins are champs right now. Like <laughs> We are so excited to have um, a receiver of this caliber uh, a total surprise for the Dolphin fan base. Um, just exactly kind of what we needed and what we've been looking for. Um, as far as like my time as a fan, I can't think of a better trade happening in, in my 20 years as a fan. So I'm totally for this. I am just so excited to see how um, this opens up the deep ball for Tua, which has been our, our kind of pain point um, over the last two years or so, and how he can be a mentor for Waddle and the other receivers. And I'm just, I'm totally stoked. Right, and play the Debo Samuel role in that offense, too. I mean, and we got Waddle to play it, too, so we can really hit you in all kind of angles. Justin, go right ahead, although you know you ain't got much of a chance. Go right ahead, sir. Well, good thing is is that I got a Steeler fan as the judge over here, not the Miami Dolphin crew over there, okay? <laughs> well, here, I got bad news for you, Justin. He makes the final call. <laughs> You know, he's, he hasn't played this game much, Nick. Let, let him go. You got I wanted to surprise him. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but to each their own, right? It's your show. It's your show. Here is my chumps for you. What good is having a vertical receiver when you can't push the ball for more than 6.8 yards per, per, per attempt? This man cannot push the ball. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That was an accident, my bad. All right, all right. Can I? Go ahead. You're about that. It was before that happened. It was an accident. I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead. So he can't get it downfield. You want to play the Debo Samuel role, but Debo Samuel is 20 pounds heavier than this man. He's two inches taller, and he actually likes to hit people. Tyreek Hill doesn't like to hit people. He likes to juke past people. He likes to go and, and catch balls from fucking Patrick Mahomes and go to the touchdown. He's not going to be doing that from Ty, or from uh, Tua Tagovailoa. You guys missed out on going out and getting actual legit quarterback, and now you got all the weapons for it, and you're just like the San Francisco 49ers were with Jimmy G. All the weapons, nobody to get it to him. Listen, what's cool, and I already talked about this before, is that Tua don't need to throw it downfield anyway with these guys. He can hit a five-yard slant, and he's to the house. So I don't, we don't even need him to do it. But don't worry, bro. He's still maturing, all right? It's okay. Nick is exactly right. 
<laughs> hey, Link, by the way, Ali, I don't know if you noticed um, our our co-host here, Fred. You know, he's got the Jets in the background. Bro. Don't let don't let Fred fool you. I had to play that. I had to play this. There you so, go. Yeah, he, he's, he's a closet <laughs> Dolphin fan. Don't hey, let him fool you. Cannot you cannot line up three wide receivers and a tight end on the left side because that's where only two could throw. Left, left, that's, left. That's all. We went to the Jets game, and that's all we could hear the whole game. Yes, Nick, you got one more thing to say before I call the winner. You know, I was going to say the same thing Freddie said. I hope you hope you line up everybody over to the left, unless you're bringing – in Bridgewater to throw to the right. Womp, 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 womp. Allie, congratulations. You're our winner. I'm going to play my thing, but it was for you and Paris. But either way, it works. Congratulations. You are today's winner. Yeah, it's supposed to be for both of you guys because both of you guys are winners. You're super fans for America's team, the Miami Dolphins. This is your plug time. Please go ahead and let everyone know where they can find all your great stuff at. Yeah, so um, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, this was really fun and different. And like most of the time, I'm just kind of like in my Dolphins box of things. So to like, you know, be able to like look into some other teams, like it's refreshing kind of. Um, so thanks, guys. And so I can be followed on pretty much all social media channels at Dolphreaky, um, at Ellie Goodman on Facebook. Um, I do have a Facebook page. I have um, also the Southwest Florida Dolphin Club. Um here in Naples, Florida. And so um, we have about 30, 40 members strong. And so we're just a, a brand new club, just trying to spread some spirit and, and uh, team positivity out here on the, on the other side of Florida. Um, and so we do have some really cool events going on in the off season. We just try to keep things interesting all season long, but in the off season, it's a little bit boring. So we're having a beach bash um, in Sanibel on the Sanibel Causeway. So if any of y'all are in town, like feel free to come through. Um, reach out to me on social media if you want any, um, you know, extra information about that. But that will be kind of like a beach setting. And um, after that, after that, we'll have a bar crawl. Um, so that'll be around Fort Myers Beach area. Um, there's so much going on. So I don't want to talk <laughs> too much You're about good. <laughs> You're good. Keep going. I'm excited. Um, I love Sanibel. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm also looking forward to um, going to the draft in Vegas and, you know, being able to fellowship Ooh, yeah. with some of the other super fans from all over the NFL. Uh, so that's mm -hmm. coming up soon this month, finally. Um, and yeah, and I also just um, started a nonprofit organization. It's called Dolphreaky's Friends. Um, and so I'll be releasing some more information about that soon. Um, but basically, the goal is just to try to reach out to children in need, you know, particularly in the South Florida area, um, children, military families. We just want to try to, you know, spread positivity, um, especially for our military members overseas, which kind of affects my family personally. Um, we're looking to send care packages out and just little things like that. You know, it's not like, going to be a big you know thing i don't think um but i'm just in the very beginning stages of getting that done so that's that if you want more information about me you can uh, follow me on social media that's awesome and um listen everyone go check all of our great stuff out doing great things in the community you can count tss in we're definitely going to get down and uh, come out and hang out uh, we'll definitely have to come to some of those events that'll be fun 
Um, we did go to some stuff down uh, last year, so that was lots of fun when we did that. Um, but we definitely got to hook up sometime, and you you did great. And by the way, if you did enjoy it, we'll definitely bring you back sometime. We enjoyed having you in here. Um, I love the background, by the way. It just you know it's just very refreshing to see that um, yeah. in the background. <laughs> after seeing all this in their background but anyway all right well thank you again everyone go check her out we appreciate you thanks for playing and i figured instead of a commercial to send Allie out i will i was gonna play something a memorable moment from last season um that fred remembers quite quite well as well yeah, so let's, yeah, let's yeah. close her out with this we'll see Allie, you in Miami. Allie, we appreciate Good you job. Ben's up all the way. We appreciate you. And again, we'll have you on some other time. Hopefully we get Paris on as well. All right, here we go. Thanks. Bring it home, Don't ever let it be questioned. That is why Fred is such a closet Dolphin fan. Now he's gone now, too. He's he's tearing up. He didn't want anyone to see him, his little tears hanging out. Yo, Mike Hainich, hey, excuse me. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you coming into the studio to talk a little NFL draft. Welcome, brother. Hey, glad to be back. And uh, I'm glad that uh, Fred's gone because uh, I will not have to a slander in this uh, in this right. household. There's no two a slander. All right. Oh, well, I love it. That's right. This is the house that Mike built. Let's get started with some draft talk. Yeah, Fred's back after drying his eyes. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, so after all the fun we just had, now we get to talk about rookie running backs. (laughs) I'm going to kick it around first, Justin. I'll start with you, sir, and we'll see what Mike thinks about your brilliant analysis for whomever you brought up this week. Um, Cool. Yeah, I guess I'll start off with uh, Isaiah Spiller. Um, At first, I didn't 
really like him. But then I went back and I, I did some more uh, tape, just watched a little bit more tape. And, you know, I kind of he's, – he's got good moves. He's a good power back, um, surprising lateral speed. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a magnificent running back by any stretch. But I think he's better than Brees Hall. And a lot of people are putting Brees Hall at this high pinnacle because he's been this workload back who's gotten, you know, what, three years of 1,000 yards and, you know, a lot of touchdowns. I I understand. But when you look at Brees Hall's tape, he's got terrible lateral speed. You know, he doesn't really juke too well. He's not as physical as everybody wants him to be. Um, when I look at Isaiah Spiller's tape, I see somebody who hasn't taken near the amount of hits, who's got good contact balance, who can cut really well, um, who's probably better used on the inside, but can bump to the outside as well. Hmm. I mean, I'm just curious, how much tape did you actually, is, is, did you watch? I watched, three, I watched three of his games. All yeah. right. The, the, the tape. All right, Mike, what do you think? <laughs> So, as an Alabama fan, uh, I have lived the nightmare of Spiller. Uh, he's definitely a hard running back to bring down. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of a hot take here. Uh, he is the running back that Leonard Fournette is and kind of deserves to be, but as a second or third rounder. Ooh. Leonard Fournette probably shouldn't have been a first rounder, and that's not really a disrespect to him. He he doesn't have the elite speed that you know people want, and – it's hard to in you know any running back class, and especially as Texas A and M, they don't value speed that much at the running back position. But you know his power, his vision is very good. Uh, I think that he can definitely be a day two kind of guy, a round two. Um, they they keep fluctuating with you know Brees Hall, uh, Isaiah Sp- uh, Spiller, and then you know with Kenneth Walker. So he's either two, a three, or one a lot. So. I think the best situation for him, to me, is to go to Buffalo, where he'll match up with uh, Devin Singletary, you know, a little bit of a speedy back, kind of get that speed and power mix there that, you know, Buffalo wants to do. Yeah, I like that. That's, I mean, listen, let's be fair. You could probably put any of those running backs in Buffalo and they'll fit. (laughs) I think I'll take the point. All right, Nick, let's go to you, Mr. College Analyst. What do you have for us today? Well, um, one of my favorite backs in the draft this year is Kenneth Walker. Uh, I love his style. I hate his school. But uh, again, uh, I love his style. He Kind of reminds me of a mold of a Willie Parker, a um, and a Lashawn McCoy slash Le'Veon Bell type running back. Uh, his strengths that I was, you know, I watched him against Penn State, and he just murked us. I, he he just killed us. So when I watched him, I realized, you know, he was he was fast, he was compact, he was he was agile. And the thing that impressed me most about him is that he ran behind his pads, and he wasn't afraid to hit anybody like he would just he just break out the truck stick and and just knock over anybody um but his weaknesses you know i did say that he was kind of like uh mccoy and bell he's just not as fluid and he's not as 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 elusive uh but i think with the as he gets more acclimated to the pro game and he gets with the right team and the right coaching staff i think those that fluidity and the and his feet will develop uh but um he just needs to run with a little more discipline but I think he's going to be the second back off the board this year. 
Yeah, Nick would tell you to run with discipline. That is a Nick comment. What do you think about that, Mike? Uh, I do think Walker. To me, I think Walker's the best back in the um, in this draft class. You know, he has a combination of speed, power. You know, he's not very elusive, which you know, a lot of running backs is okay to have. Uh, I think one of the biggest knocks in him that a lot of draft uh, scouts do not like is his lack of just over, he doesn't want to uh, catch the ball that well. He doesn't want to become that much of a receiver in the backfield. And in this day of age in the NFL, that's a huge knock because, you know, passing game is essentially everything. The running back, you know, the running game essentially just pushed to the side. But you have a lot of teams having a two-back system now. But, you know, he does have, he does have great speed uh, to me. And I think he's got a good, like, power movement going. I think he he will probably be a, a, a number one running back going off the board. Don't know where yet. I would. I'm gonna hope to say Dallas. To be honest, I I would love to see him at Dallas. I'm tired Ooh. of seeing like Elliot. I'm tired of seeing Zeke. Ooh, indeed, spicy take there. Go ahead, Fred. Go get on in there, man. I see you want to get in. The disrespect. The disrespect of Brees Hall, man. This number one. Are you guys kidding me? Three 1,000-yard seasons. I mean, in college, you're running the ball. You're playing the Big Ten. You're playing the defense. What are you guys doing? Now, I do agree. I, I think he's going to be the first one off the board. But I do agree with my man right here about he should go to Dallas because Zeke is done. Get his big contract out the way. Take Brees Hall. You got a good line. Let him run behind it. Just push the line. That's it. But you guys are so disrespectful to my man Brees Hall. He is the number one back. Actually, we weren't being disrespectful to Brees Hall. We were actually being respectful to you because we know how much that you love him and you wanted to talk about him. So we left that meat on the bone for you, sir. Right. We I was being disrespectful dude, to Brees Hall. Dude. And then, <laughs> and y'all didn't even mention Rashad White, like Kyrene Williams. You guys are crazy, man. Well, well, it was supposed you just to be. the names now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I watched Notre Dame football. We we Williams asked for only we asked for only one per per host, but yes. All right, Brees Mike, Hall. what? Tell us what you think of Brees Hall. Uh, Brees is, um, you know, he is he isn't a very good running back, and a lot of people will have his number one, and I can't knock them for saying that. But Iowa State's um, offense has primarily had him as like the main guy for three years, uh, and it's. I'm going to try to be respectful to Purdy here, the quarterback. Um, they've tried to get him in in the offense, but he just hasn't clicked. So they're like, screw it. Let's just let Hall take all the workload. But uh, I think he has the best vision in the entire draft. Uh, I will say he's the best overall running back. He's got, he has speed. He has power. Uh, he does catch the ball in the backfield, which is a plus. Um, if you want him to do something uh, with your offense, he can adapt. He can uh, be, he can run to the outside. He can run inside. Um, he could be a uh, option running back. I I think he can be pretty much any system uh, running back. I think some a team like Philly would be good for him. 
Yeah, indeed. Like, you know, and every down back, as they mentioned, you know, here's somebody that I want to just point out. How about James Cook from Georgia? Wouldn't it be a nice fit to have him go to Minnesota as that little scat back that they need? They already have the two guys that basically look like twins. Um, Now they have his little brother here as a little scat back. I like James Cook as that little Darren Sproles type uh, back coming out. He's not really quite Darren Sproles, but um, quite that change of pace for Minnesota. Mike, what's your thoughts on that? Um, It's funny because, you know, James Cook, you know, being the little brother, Dalvin Cook there. I do think that um, you get him going in. Uh, He has a great explosive um, capability. Once he can clear the, uh, once he can clear the line of scrimmage, he's gone. Uh, I do think you know he's had a couple rough setbacks at Georgia, and I think if you bring him into a much more capable, much more comfortable system that he's in with Minnesota, I think he will find his way uh, mentally to adapt and be a very successful running back in the league. Yeah, like I said, a third down back just to start out um, under his brother's t- uh, tutelage, I think would be a good spot for him. All right, Mike, anyone else um, that we haven't mentioned that you like upcoming in this draft? So as an Alabama guy, I got to give love to uh, Brian Robinson. Um, I think he's going to be a running back. You know, he's he's a great pass catcher. And what is even better is he is a pretty solid uh, run block, like, He's a run blocker as well. Like, in terms of, I'm sorry, not run blocker. Pass blocker. Run, what's that? What pass, blocker. pass blocker. That's right. I don't know why I was a blocker to remember that. Yes. <laughs> so I think if you were to go to system like Kansas City, I know they have Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but I think he's the exact opposite of Edwards Hilaire, Edwards Hilaire in a good way. I think if, you know, he is capable of picking up that extra blitzer or as a last resort kind of a a receiver in the backfield, I think he'd be great. But uh, I think he would be good as a third down back uh, for Kansas City. He's got power. He's got speed. So I think he'd be very good in that system. Yeah, no, I like that. It's a good fit indeed. All right. Well, next week we're going to bring Mike back. We're going to talk about receivers. So we're going to start to get things are going to start heating up a little bit. trap conversation uh but i like some of these guys and it's funny because as i started you know we were you know when we first talked about it last week and everybody was hemming and hawing that we were going to talk about running backs watch what happens watch all of these backs end up being hall of famers we're going to be talking about the draft class of running backs back in 22 um and all these hall of famers that came out and they'll and they'll and i'll i'll be i hopefully i'll be alive still and i'm going to cut the tape of us talking shit this entire time. Boo-hoo, none of these guys are any good, da-da-da. And Brees Hall's garbage, except Fred. Fred called it. Fred Fred made sure that Brees Hall, if he's a Hall of Famer, he's going to make his mark. <laughs> all right, Mike, we appreciate you coming in. Let everyone know uh, where they can find all your great stuff at, my friend. Yeah, so you can check me out at, um, at Michael Hannock on Twitter. Uh, I'm... Sports editor at Camden News. You can uh, check out my work with uh, 24-7 Sports in South Alabama. And uh, last word on sports, college football, pro football, a lot of different things that I'm trying. So <laughs> He's out there. Hey, and he's on TSS too, bringing the noise. Mike, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you again next week, brother. Appreciate it. Looking forward sir. to it. Sir. Sir.
All right. Well, guys, speaking of stuff we got going on, I wanted to take some time real quick and mention that we are uh, doing a little bit with Belly Up Media now that they're going to be doing um, a arena league, which is pretty exciting. So you'll see um, some of the personalities from Belly Up doing the play by play by play, if I could get it out there. Me and Vince Stover actually had the honor of doing the first call that'll be coming up on Monday. So you'll want to check that out on Belly Up. Also, don't forget this Sunday, as I mentioned it earlier, and I do have the graphic and get my fat fingers over to it. Don't forget about the Masters pregame show that's brought to you by the Scoreboard Addicts. Again, get over there, check all the fun stuff that they got going on. They got a a giveaway during the show, and we're going to have some Fantasy Jeopardy on there. So it'll be lots of fun, as you know, that we can bring as well. Justin, tell everyone where they can find all your great stuff and where you'll be at, sir. Uh, yeah, just follow the tag. Some text max 93. You can find me on Twitter. Um, Dynasty Brews is coming out with a new episode tomorrow on Belly Up TV, 8.30. We, uh, we talked wi- rookie wide receivers on that show with uh, Chad Parsons and um, Matthew Jackson from the Dynasty Nerds. It was a good show. And then also, uh, Kamish, you and me are doing a show this upcoming Sunday, 11 a.m., um, Belly Up Fantasy Live. We're going to be talking uh, rookie running backs like we were talking today and, you know, getting at it with uh, Uriel, Uke Klein. Again? Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick, anything to close out before we head out, sir? Yes, Uh I would like to thank all of my uh, followers. I had a I had a small swell of followers this evening. All I did was I asked for for ten to get to nine hundred, uh, and now actually I asked for ten to get to eight hundred. Now I'm I'm up to nine seventeen. So so for everyone that that helped me out, I appreciate you. I love you. Uh, let's keep the train rolling. Uh, and if my little uh, self can can help you out, thank you. And I will, and it's off sport, but go Villanova, bring it home, 2022 NCAA champs. Only Nick can bring up little and growing in the same sentence and look cool about it. Fred, anything to close out? Really excited. The draft is this month. Can't wait. You know, uh, April what 28th, uh, unlike uh, – not Villanova. I do like Villanova, but go Duke, Paolo Banchero, future magic pick. Yeah, the, ma- the magic oh. are the perennial lottery picks every season. We all know that. All right, guys, we appreciate you. Don't forget, again, check all the great stuff from Belly Up coming up. We got a lot of big things coming, not only from us, but from TSS and from Belly Up. And don't forget to go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the code word TSS. will match anything under $100, we got you. We're the fantasy show of the people, and we are out. We're on a mission, a mission. We're on a mission, a mission. We're on a mission, a mission. Mary read. 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.